335, Jeff Gantz, News Radio, WRVA. We are 30 days. Yeah, I think it's 30 days. Well, we're a month away. I'm going to ballpark. We're a month away from Politics and Pints. It is back. It's going to be at the Ashland Theater this time. It's November the 10th, 6 until 9 in the evening on Thursday, November the 10th. It'll be right after the official election day, or as we now say, after election season wraps up. You don't want to miss this. We have such a great time. We really, honestly do. It it is a wonderful experience. Everybody brings their A game. And I want you to be part of it. The only way to get tickets, WRVA.com, WRVA.com. And yes, they are going to sell out. We've sold out every single solitary one of these uh, Politics and Pints events. Of course, the little break for COVID. Well, it's back now. Not COVID. Although, well, the flu's back, right? Didn't we miss the flu for a year or two? Anyway, Politics and Pints will return Thursday, November the 10th at the Ashland Theater right here in Ashland. And you want to be there if you are able to. I would strongly suggest you get the VIP package, all sorts of extra cool stuff. But not to worry. Even if you're uh, getting a general admission ticket, nothing wrong with that. Still get to enjoy the live show. It'll be me. That's the... uh, the big part of it obviously and then John Reed is there and John does a a good job and then uh, you know Cutman but you know two out of three ain't bad like I said so you'll definitely want to uh, go to WRBA.com and get your tickets right now jobs report hey the economy is on fire man we're adding jobs and and we're oh we're not adding jobs oh (laughs) well let's just move along nathan brand is the uh, deputy communications director over the rnc and so happy to have him join us to to chat a little bit about this wonderful job performance by our uh our president joe biden uh once again delivering for the american people good afternoon nathan (laughs) <laughs> Good afternoon, Jeff. I'm happy to be with you today. Oh, I'm happy to have you here, my friend. Although uh, you you have the truth about the jobs report, and uh, as uh, the late great Warren Zevon used to say, it ain't that pretty at all. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's actually the worst report of uh, 2022, and it comes at a time where Joe Biden and the Democrats keep talking up an economy that really isn't working for a lot of folks. Um, But no, the job report last Friday, uh, lowest amount of jobs added in 2022, and the labor force shrank, actually, and the economy ultimately is moving in the wrong direction. So this is what's problematic, is they're trying to say, oh, well, it's actually slowing down. Well, what's slowing it down? It's inflation. Inflation Mm -hmm. keeps eating away at everything. The biggest one, and I know your listeners are feeling this, is it's eating away at wage gains. So if you start putting up the fact that the dollars and cents that goes into your pocket after your paycheck is worth less and less every single month because of inflation. And we're we're keep an eye on it this week. We got two big indexes coming. The first one's the producer price index. That's kind of the more wonky one. That one's coming tomorrow. And then the mm-hmm. consumer price index. This is the, the one that everyone keeps an eye on. That's coming out on Thursday. So keep an eye on those. They're going to try and spin those the best they can, the Joe Biden folks. But the reality is folks are feeling it. There's no there's no hiding from this. Everything you buy at the grocery store, or the gas station, anywhere in between costs more. And so I think that's where um, voters heads are at. That's where our pocketbook books sure are. So yeah. um, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's a bad situation right now. 
Oh, it's a terrible situation, Nathan. You're right, and we're, we're seeing it at the grocery store. Uh, I've never seen empty shelves, by the way, in my life. This is this is like something out of a movie from the old Soviet Union. I, I just, I, I can't believe what I see sometimes. But the prices, the prices continue to go up. The packaging is getting smaller. Uh, real people now are impacted by this. You're seeing 10, 15, 20% increases at the at the grocery market and and my gosh gasoline now once again jumping up uh, do you think the media folks who were so happy to give joe biden credit for the uh couple of pennies that came down you think they continue with their uh uh dogged journalism to cover the increase <laughs> um, i think that's wishful thinking yeah. um no we are barreling towards a national average north of four dollars a gallon i think it's a little bit better in virginia but, boy, $4 a gallon, I know as we look at the um, election map, a lot of those western states is really where they're feeling this. Nevada, Arizona, Washington, Oregon, California, they're getting hammered out there by a rising price of gas. We're talking five fifty, almost 6 bucks a gallon or more yep. um, in some places in California and Nevada. So that's why we're, we're optimistic. We have a, Republicans have a solution to this problem. That's why we're going to earn some votes out there this year. Um, but no, the media just gives him a pass on a lot of this stuff. But I, the, the thing I'm encouraged by is there's no spinning what you're paying. You, you see right. the receipts. You see the, the dollars and cents go up at the pump. There's no spinning that. There's none of that. So you can't, regardless of what MSNBC or CNN are telling you, um, there, it's, people aren't buying it because it doesn't mesh with reality. You're absolutely right. You know, the other thing, Nathan, we're talking about gas prices. Let's not forget diesel, because everybody I know who is involved in, I'll give you an example, like the grocery store business. I have a dear friend who owns the best uh, farmer's market here in Central Virginia, great guy by the name of Tom Letter, and I talk with Tom all the time, and Tom's like, hey, here's where we're seeing the price increases. 30% increase in the cost of fertilizer 30 percent and then you somehow have to get that to market well that's all diesel fuel so he's already told yep. us pumpkins are 20 to 30 percent more expensive than they were last year christmas trees if you're going to be able to get them are going to be 20 25 percent more and all the while it's like this uh, this guy in the white house in his terry cloth robe and the slippers is just you know <laughs> sleepwalking up and down the 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 the, uh, the hallways talking to the portraits but Jeff, but Jeff, shouldn't they just be driving electric vehicles? Wouldn't that just solve their problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My you know gosh. That, yeah, for the people who are thinking, man, I can't afford $4 for the gallon of gas. Yeah, I got an extra eighty grand for a Tesla that is going to take <laughs> me, what, 300 miles before I have to plug it in for six hours? Come on. Yeah, this is yeah. lunacy. And speaking to your grocery store buddy, like he's not getting those uh, groceries on the shelves be- with the Tesla. Right. It's just, just not the reality of it. it right. It's I'm sorry. We maybe we'll get there one day, but right now, like people are really hurting out there, and they can't afford this stuff. So you know, you're right. The diesel cost goes into everything. Yeah. That pa- that cost gets passed down all the way through the economy, and it hurts. It hurts everyone. So no, you're you're absolutely right. They're not doing anything about it. Um, I think there's other than well, here's the, the crazy part about it is like. It's like, look, we know we've got natural resources in our backyard. We know we got to boost our energy production here at home. We can get more refineries um, and do a kind of an all of the above approach to energy. We we know that. We know we can do it. We've got the capabilities to do it. We just need to have the political will to do it. Yes. Instead, here's what's the crazy part about this is, yes, OPEC last week cut some of their production heading into the fall. Um 
rather than do like, okay, let's buckle down and get it figured out here at home. Where is Joe Biden going? He's saying we're going to um, lift sanctions on Venezuela, the, the socialist communist country, and basically it's run by a dictator who's persecuting his own people and say, actually, if we get more uh, oil from them, it'll kind of offset the cost. It's nuts. <laughs> let's just do it at home and make it so much easier. Hey, give me a sense of where we are, just pure politics. And this is where I'm concerned, Nathan. As an example, here in Virginia, uh, we've got a couple of gigantic phonies, Abigail Spamberger, Elaine Loria, (laughs) two of the biggest frauds, politically speaking, that I've ever seen in my life. Well, we're we're moderates and we reach across the aisle. And you go like, really? You you couldn't vote with Nancy Pelosi more if you were delivering her freaking ice cream. You know, it just is insane. So where are we in terms of numbers? How's it looking for the GOP in the House and the Senate? It's good. We are very excited. I'm going to start real quick with the Senate. We've got a great map with some incredible candidates. Dr. Oz has narrowed the gap in Pennsylvania against John Fetterman, really yeah. weak on crime. In Wisconsin, Ron Johnson is in a great position. He's going to beat uh, Mandela Barnes, the Democrat lieutenant governor, yeah. also a terrible record on crime. Yeah. Um, going down south to Georgia, Herschel Walker, um, the Heisman football winner, is taking on uh, Raphael Warnock, the Democrat. Um, yeah. That one's going to be tough. It's going to go down to the end of the game there, but I think – He's got the right message. It's the right year. And um, I think Georgians are sick and tired of how much they're paying for everything. Um, Moving across the country to Nevada, this is going to be one of those seats that Nevada's always been one of those seats that's been out of reach for Republicans. And it's always come so close every election. Mm -hmm. This is the year. This is the year we got a fantastic candidate, Adam Laxalt. I'm going to beat the Democrat, Cortez Masto. And then um, I'm going to skip a bunch of races here. because We don't only have so much time. But Arizona, I'll leave you with that and say um, Blake Masters is taking on Democrat Mark Kelly there. Blake Masters, a successful businessman, um, has got a really exciting vision for the country. And I think that's the one that's going to sneak out and um, ultimately give us that 51st or 52nd vote in the U.S. Senate. Good. Good, good, good. Now, I got to ask about my buddy Marco Rubio, because here's the deal. I endorsed Marco Rubio when he ran for president, not based on anything other than the fact I actually have his cell phone number in my cell phone, because we've known each other for a long time. (laughs) So I thought, well, if nothing else, if he gets elected president, I can make exactly one phone call to the president and he may answer it. And then, you know, the Secret Service will be at the door and it's all over. But at least I'd be able to say I've got the president's cell phone number. How's he doing in this uh, contest this year? Oh, he's doing great. There's a reason I skipped over that one. He is crushing it down there in Florida. Um, Yeah, yeah. No, he's in a good spot there. And then obviously Governor Ron DeSantis is on the ballot as well. um, He's in a great position to uh, keep that governor's office red. And um, Rubio will be back in the U.S. Senate for another six years. So, no, I think Florida we feel very good about. There's those South Florida, those Hispanic populations are shifting more and more to the Republican Party as they see how crazy today's Democrat Party has become. So, no, we're feeling very good about Florida here in the home stretch. Good. All right. Well, listen, Nathan, it's always my pleasure to have you here, man. It really is. I love having you on. You've you've got great stuff and uh, look forward to chatting again soon. All right. Absolutely, Jeff. We got what, 29 days. So folks need to get involved. I appreciate you having me on. You bet. That is Nathan Brand. He's the Deputy Communications Director over at the RNC, and he's a good guy. And I'll tell you what, he's able to crunch numbers. Uh, As my friend John Reed would say, he is a straight shooter. I like that. I do. I like that a lot. Oh, by the way, first thing tomorrow morning, if you're not doing anything or if you are doing something, 6 o'clock, you should be listening to my friend John Reed. He's back from his latest uh, world gallivanting, right? He was in Italy. 
sounded great. And Heidi looked at every single one of the photos. Every single one of the photos. Um, I, I should be honest. I didn't. I mean, I looked at some of them. But I didn't look at all of them. But Heidi looked at it. She said, my God, it's beautiful. Look at this. Look at these photos. We need to go. It's like, all right, well, maybe we should go. We'll see. We'll uh, we'll have to work on that. But uh, John, of course, always does a great job. Whether he's here or he's broadcasting remotely from somewhere, we happen to like John a lot, personally. We really do. And uh, I think you need to be checking out his show. If you, if you are the, like the one of the three people that haven't, now's the time. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., my friend John Reed will be here. It is 346, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA.